You're listening to Cork Buzz Wine Talk. I'm Laura Manick, your host, Master Sommelier, and today's lesson is about wine etiquette. What do you do when you're at a restaurant? How do you order? How do you sound confident? How do you know what wine to pick to go with your meal? And then what happens when the sommelier, yes, it's sommelier, not sommelier, there's no N, when the sommelier comes over to the table and asks for your order. So let's get started. I just want to reassure you that a lot of people are intimidated by wine, and it shouldn't be that way. Wine is fun. It's a combination of history, geography, of culture, of tradition. You know, my career in wine is amazing because I've traveled all over the world and met so many interesting people, passionate farmers. So we have to think about it as simple. If we start to get in our own heads about how much we don't know, we end up really, really getting timid at the table. So I, I would say it's a little bit fake it till you make it. Hopefully with the podcast that you listen to with us, you'll gain a little bit more knowledge and that will also bring you confidence. All right, so the most basic thing is you're out to dinner with friends, you're at a restaurant. So I'll give you some inside scoop as to what we, um, our language, what we call the person who's in charge of ordering wine. So yes, you are called the host. And the sommelier's job is to approach the host from the right-hand side. And they talk to the host about their wine selection. So you have a wine list. It looks like an encyclopedia. And you're trying to decide what you want to drink. Well, let me tell you something. An investment in a sommelier as a restaurateur is to give you that sort of breath of relief to make you feel, oh, someone else is in charge of this whole process. So the best thing to do is to just be engaging. So you say to the sommelier, you know what? I'm not as familiar about wine as you are. This is your house. What are you excited about? This is a really, really great approach because nine times out of 10, especially in great restaurants, the sommelier will, will light up. They'll feel that you're interested in something that they care so deeply about. Then you might say to them, okay, I normally drink Pinot Noir from the Willamette Valley. That gives them an idea of the style and the body of the wine that you like. And it gives them a little bit of an idea of your, your level of experience and or interest. Let's say you say, I really like Pinot Grigio. That's to some degree one of the first styles of wine that most people are familiar with in light white wine and it kind of paints a picture for them that you might be a beginner and they might not want to bring you the most esoteric you know sort of funky orange wine that they have in their cellar. Um, the same thing goes if you say I normally drink Haute Brion just for those of you that don't know it's one of the first growths of Bordeaux and a very expensive and highly sought after wine. So again it's it's somewhat painting the picture for your experience and the way that you'd like the night to go. You can alternatively open the wine list and sort of drag and point your fingers to either a style and or a price that you'd like and feel comfortable staying within. And then you might say, you know, this sounds great, but I've had this in the past Chateau Montalina Cabernet. I want to try something new. So we know you want to spend roughly $200 a bottle. We know that you'd like these full-bodied kind of riper styles of uh, wine with tannin and a little bit of oak. So maybe then we say, okay, let's take a little trip to Bordeaux. I'll introduce you to a Cabernet 
based wine from that area and maybe tell you a little story while we're at it. Okay, again, you know, let's not overthink this. Let's just be simple, have the sommelier guide us through the experience. So now they're, they're off to the cellar. They're going to go down to their cellar, which is hopefully temperature controlled. We like to keep our wines for aging and storing roughly 58 degrees. So they go down to this cellar, it's temperature controlled, and they fetch the bottle of Napa Valley Cabernet that we just ordered. So they might, depending on the age of the wine, bring it up in what we call a cradle. Or they might just bring it up laying on its side. Basically, this wine is sitting on its side in the cellar aging so that the cork stays moist. And this is a really important part of the process. If the cork gets dry, then you'll get a little bit of oxygen in that bottle of wine. And in that case, it might be prematurely oxidizing or aging. So the idea is to keep the wine on its side. So now the sommelier might decide to decant this bottle of wine. You may have seen this process happen in restaurants. It looks like a big beaker, but this thing is called a decanter. And we decant wine for three reasons. One would be for sediment, meaning as a wine ages, some of the color and the pigment that came from the red skins are going to start to fall out of precipitation in the wine, and they become solid again. So this sediment is at the neck of the bottle or on the side of the bottle. So hopefully this wine that's stored properly, when opened and gently handled, you'll look over a candle and you'll pour the, the wine from its sediment into the decanter, leaving the sediment behind. It almost looks like smoke if you're looking as a sommelier right through the, the shoulder of the bottle. Okay, you might also decant because that wine is so young. So you might have heard, is this wine tight or is it ready to drink? That means, does the wine show at its best, if you will? So we might be decanting it out of the bottle just to give it a little bit more space to sort of dance around in the decanter and, and open up, as you often say. The third reason is that bottle might be really cold. If the wine is really cold in the bottle, you might want to decant it just for temperature. So you're taking it out of that cold bottle. Maybe even the sommelier swishes around the wine and warms it, that decanter, that glass container with his hands or her hands. Lots of sommeliers that are women these days. Anyway, so now what the host is supposed to do and the sommelier is supposed to do. So we're pouring with our right hand from your right hand side, a small taste. It's usually about one ounce after we've removed the cork we sometimes present the cork as well. These days, you're not really supposed to do anything with it. You don't have to smell it. You don't have to touch it. It's more of a tradition. It used to be that we wanted to make sure that the authenticity of the bottle was there. So we would actually check the cork, check the stamp on the cork for the date, make sure it was the right wine, because there was a lot of fake wine. Um, anyway, we don't need to worry about that anymore. You can't really smell the cork and learn anything. So you'll just leave that on the side. They'll pour you a one ounce taste. And this wine has been sitting in this bottle for however long. It might be 25 years or it might be two years. Either way, the delicate, um, softer aromas, just like a perfume, are going to be underneath on the sort of first part of the, the wine um, closest to the glass. So what a good idea to do is to take your two fingers and just swirl that glass. You can leave it on the table. It's usually easier that way for beginners. You're just going to swirl this wine and that volatizes the gentle aromas in the wine. 
So you can smell maybe the perfume that you wouldn't have smelled if you just picked up the glass and put your nose in it. So again, a, just a gentle swirl. You don't have to overthink. Is it clockwise, counterclockwise, back and forth, left to right? Don't worry. It's simple. Smell it and nose the wine. What you're looking for and why the sommelier is waiting, staring at you, is you're wanting to make sure that the wine is not flawed. It's different, kind of, from do I like this wine? So really what you're looking for is flaws in a wine. And we'll talk about flaws in great detail in other podcasts. But essentially you're looking for, does the wine smell like cardboard? Does it smell like, you know, it's not right? And I know that's a little vague right now, but let's just leave it at that. So you're going to nose this wine. You're going to also taste it. Take a small sip. Just make sure that there's nothing wrong with the wine. And then you'll maybe nod to the sommelier. And that's their cue to go around the table. They're going to walk in a formal setting and the proper service would be to walk clockwise around the table serving the ladies first so serving the ladies first and then doubling back and serving the gentlemen next regardless of gender the host is always served last aside from that small taste that you were poured to make sure that the wine was uh, perfectly sound so after pouring everyone at the table the host is poured last and then the bottle if it's red is left on the table usually on a coaster. Anyway, whole process is finished. Sommelier goes to the next table and takes care of them. So that's our lesson today. This has been another episode of Cork Buzz Wine Talk. Tune in next week.